up everybody i am tanner and with me today i have just one co-host who is it the most important one wenzel whoa okay and today on episode 317 of the podcast we are talking about our weekend at sidewalk film festival uh i do want to preface a little before we get into this i am slightly under the weather um so Wenzel will be doing some heavy lifting with this episode. Uh, I have strep, not strep, as it was uh, referred to for me. Um, but yeah, uh, we're just talking about our past weekend at Sidewalk Film Festival. Also, want before we even get started, I want to give a huge shout out to Sidewalk. Uh, specifically, huge! Specifically, uh, Nick was the guy uh, I was emailing. Uh, we got two vip plus media passes and we're honestly treated like royalty the whole time we were there um yeah yeah i I just want to give a huge shout out to like giving us the opportunity to like come and hang out watched a ton of cool movies that we'll get into here in a few minutes and yeah i just and just uh, experience uh, the festival like yeah like the festival was so cool It, it was their silver jubilee it was their 25th anniversary um and it was just so cool and pretty much in our backyard it's like a 35 minute drive um from our houses uh in case you don't know Winslow and i live fairly close to each other yep um but it was just awesome like that we got to experience it and like being there i was like man i would have totally paid for this and just the fact that we were so graciously given two i mean media passes but the media passes had the like permissions as like the filmmakers and like the sponsors. So I just, again, want to give a huge shout out uh, and say, thank you for letting us do that for doing all our little weird content stuff. Um, It was just a really cool experience all around. And uh, yeah, it was was just awesome. Like just starting this thing out. Like it was just the second we got there on Friday, it was just like, Oh wow. This is maybe at first because Wenzel and I got there early. Um, at first we were like, oh, there's not like a ton of people here. And then like 20 minutes later, it was like, oh, there's like a ton of people here. Yeah. Uh, and it never stopped through the weekend. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to get that out of the way before we get started. Yeah. Huge I- shout out specifically you, Nick. Thank you for hooking us up at All You Can Hear. Yeah. I, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Sidewalk. Everyone at Sidewalk, Sidewalk in general. Uh this was a big opportunity for us and I can't tell you how much we appreciated how happy we were and how surreal it was being there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're just absolutely grateful. And um, I, I think we both can say we, we definitely, we definitely want to make it to next year's again. 
Oh yeah, I personally I would love to make this an annual thing on the on the AYCH calendar, so to speak, of like every year at, at least because sidewalk does limit to two passes per like corporation or whatever. But I would like it to be on the calendar every year that two of us from the show go to sidewalk every year um, and and do something. I mean, because it was just such a great time. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I, I it was so crazy, too, because we had um, we had heard about Sidewalk. So let's let's kind of also give this preface to we had heard about Sidewalk and we were like, oh, yeah, you know, Sidewalk is this uh, theater in Birmingham gets a lot of independent films, you know, like maybe sometime we have to go up there and check it out or whatever. Then we heard about the festival and it was like, oh, you know, we should definitely try to go to the festival sometime, you know, when we get the chance because it's so local. Um, which I don't know if we if we said this, and if you don't, anybody don't doesn't know, Sidewalk Theater is a local theater in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and for the past twenty five years, they've been they'll hold their film festival, which gets which gets um, independent films from all over. Um, it'll have panels. Uh, you know, there'll be directors, actors, like uh, all types of uh, people that come there for for this festival and. Um, and yeah, and like Tanner said, it's in our backyards in Birmingham. And we were like, we were just pretty surprised, um, really, when we realized how long this existed. We just haven't known about it. And um, and then uh, and then Tanner just shoots, you know, just shoots her shot. It's like, let's just send an email out. And then next thing I know, like, uh, like a few months, a month or two ago, we get an email back saying, yes, you totally can get media passes. Here's two of them. And I remember I was at work. Maybe it was a month ago. I was at work and Tanner saying that, yeah, we can go to sidewalk. And I just immediately have to sit down because I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, I can't believe this right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was really like just to give a little behind the scenes. I when I first came back from the podcast, like my whole deal was like, all right, I, you know, it, I, I think it's time for some AYCH things to maybe take that next step. You know, we've been around by the, when I came back right at six years. So I was like, we're here, like we're still doing the thing. Maybe we should try doing some crazier stuff. So literally the first thing I did, like coming back from the podcast, I was like, I'm going to shoot an email to, uh, I, I can't remember Nick's title at the moment. I want to say marketing coordinator for sidewalk film festival or something to that effect. I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to shoot my shot. I want to do it. I want to do it. And I had like had to psych myself up. So I typed this email and within like a day, I get an email back and they're like, Hey, uh, awesome that you're interested. Um, we give out our passes in like June, July ish. So just like stay tuned, pretty much saying like, keep on me, but like, yes, like you're on the list. It was like, awesome. Cool. And then we got to like mid July and I was like, Oh Yeah. I emailed about us getting media passes for sidewalk because they started announcing like some films that were going to be there. And I was like, maybe I should just like double back, send an email doubling back within 20 minutes, had an email. Yep. Two media passes. Y'all are good to go. I'm like, oh my God. I was So it was just like, I don't know. But if you're listening to this and you are in the same boat as us, an independent content creator, specifically a small creator or, uh, Sim like a local like you know you don't you're in a, a city that's not like huge per se i.e you're not in a los angeles or like a new york or like an atlanta Austin. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Even like in Atlanta, yeah, like you're not in any of those big cities. Uh, shoot your shot because the worst they can say is no. Yeah, <laughs> and and we have had just here recently a fairly high success rate of because we just sent emails. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know uh, if you have like the content to like back it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I say go for it. Like I said, I I didn't expect for us to get uh media passes because if for if you haven't heard a sidewalk, um, it is constantly like in like the oh 25 coolest film festivals to go to in the world like globally um and i was like ah, we're i mean we're probably not gonna get media passes this is a long established thing because in my head like thinking about going to shows or cons always the only thing i can kind of compare it to is video game stuff and it really seems like you have to be grandfathered in to like go or just have an insane following to do like a PAX or like in the years past an E3 uh, or like kind of like in the nerd vein, like San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, so that's the only thing I had to compare it to. I was like, oh, this thing's been around for 25 years. I'm like, we're just a, we're just a little guy here. So yep. I, I was like, probably not going to get past this. And then, no, it was awesome. Uh, every, you know, this weekend, we <laughs> to, to make it official, we actually had, Winslow and I have badges with our name and all you can hear podcast on it. And it's the first time we've ever been given anything like that. Like I would say the only other time we've had, cause really the only other time we tried to get like quote unquote access to other stuff, I would say was SEI. And it really wasn't, we got access to it. Like we just got to do like, we got to do like some interviews in the locker room and like yeah. had a bunch of wrestlers come on. We, I mean, we were granted like a pass to access. Um, specifically because of my friendship with like Dylan. Um, but for this to happen, it's like, what else could we do? I don't know, but I don't know. I'm but. interested for us to find out in the next like year or two. Just yeah. like how, how far can an email get us? Yeah, for real. Um, so yeah, again, just a huge thank you to sidewalk. Um, so I guess, uh, uh, should we go more into let's go, let's go more into initial pr impressions about about how we felt, what we saw, you know, and then we'll go into like the movies we saw. Um, I know for myself, this is my first film festival, and I believe Tanner, this is your film first film festival, correct? Yeah, this is the first sort of thing I've ever been to. Like, like I've been to a PAX. Uh, we've been to Comic Con um a couple of times. Uh, but never anything like a film festival. So I really didn't know what to expect in terms of like what to do, I guess. Yes. But it was so weird. So about 20 minutes before, literally as I'm leaving work on Friday, I'm reading like, I, I, I find the link on the sidewalk website. It's like, oh, like VIP pass holders. I'm like, oh, I wonder if the media is like VIP or I wonder if immediate if our media pass is just like GA because it was never explicitly said to us what our media pass was. So maybe I was like, maybe it's just like comp general admission tickets. Maybe it's just a comp weekend ticket because sidewalk is like a week long thing. But the main portion of the festival is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, like the opening night film is on Friday, but they have like pre films all through the week. Um, so I was like, I didn't really know what to expect. So we get there. 
and we see that our pass has uh, media slash photo on it. I'm like, that's odd. Uh, so I scan the thing on the back, and I'm reading what all our pass is. But our pass is like the VIP plus, which again, not I, I can confidently say neither of us have ever been in a situation before um, where we are considered VIP plus, especially because of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm reading, and it says uh, for the like the opening night pre-party, which is what we arrived for, which was literally just on the whole like street, the theater yeah. district of downtown Birmingham, which is really cool. If you're ever in the area, I know a ton of people come in to Tuscaloosa for football games, but if you're here for like four days or whatever and have go like a Birmingham. free day, go to Birmingham because it's so cool, especially this little district we're in. Um, and three of the theaters, actually the only three theaters we went to all weekend with our showings were right there. You had the Lyric Theater, the historic Alabama, Alabama Theater, and Sidewalk Cinema. Yeah. Um, Which so Sidewalk we get there. Cinema is uh, like the next street over. It's yeah. in it's in Pazitz Food Hall, which mm -hmm. if you can go to Pazitz Food Hall as well. It's yes. they're both connected. You can there's a ton of awesome food there. Yes. Oh, I, oh my god, absolutely. Um and Sidewalk also has like a full Sidewalk Alabama and Lyric all have full bars and yes. concessions. Yes. Sidewalk um, does have that, yeah. I will say I paid $16 for a double Tito's and Sprite at the Alabama Theater, but that was like only one or two one of two drinks I paid for the whole weekend because at this pre-party <laughs> which kind of threw Winslow and I for a surprise. We had we got free beer and wine unlimited. Yep. Um so I walk up and I I'm like, oh, and I'm not a big beer guy, but I'm like, I'm not about to drink wine right now. Um, so I was like, I'll try it. They had a Cahaba Brewing Company, which was like a local, which is a local brewer, but they're like a sponsor of the event, had um, a special sidewalk sour that they brewed. It's called Sidewalk Sour. No, Cinema Sour. Uh, sorry, Cinema Sour. Um, so I'm like, I'll try it. And I'm not just saying this because it was free, although it probably helped a little. <laughs> I actually liked it and I'm not I'm not a beer person at all. I hate all be I like I can do ciders, I can do any sort of liquor. I've drank a fucking curdled white Russian before. So like I'll drink some trash, but I just don't drink beer. Um but this specific brew was good, like so good, like there was a booth at the VIP party for Cahaba Brewing Company, and I like told the guy I was like, I don't even like beer and I like this. I actually had two of them that night. Um so that was really cool. But we found out that there was free stuff involved and like people just kept offering us free stuff. Like we got a really sick tote bag and I'll do like a TikTok kind of showing all the free swag we got that you'll see at some point. Yeah. Within the next week. We, yeah, we should definitely do that. I forgot about that. Yeah, we have a whole by the way, AYCH podcast on TikTok. We're going to have a whole slew of videos. I don't exactly know how many, but there will be a slew of videos from our weekend at Sidewalk going up all throughout this week um showing exactly what we did and it was just so bizarre just like being treated like this like i like i hey i didn't even know the sidewalk film festival existed like three years ago um and the fact that i was like it, it was really like a kind of like a bizarre moment for me like a realization being like oh my god we're actually here not as i mean yes as fans of film because obviously like we watch it. We watch a ton of movies. Like between all of us on the podcast, we watch hundreds of movies a year. Um, Wenzel 
Colt and I have watched over 100 movies this year already separately. Um, yep. And it was just so cool. Well, I don't like, know about Colt. Colt's over 100 now, isn't he? Or he's close. Uh, I think he's lagging behind. Okay. Well, Winslow and I have watched over 100 movies. <laughs> um, wow, Colt, get on it. Um, and it was just so cool to kind of just be like, I mean, we got like free merch and we're like, yeah, here, like, here's a free beer. And it's like, oh, and you also get like automatic front of the line status. So pretty much anything Winslow and I wanted to watch all weekend, we didn't have to worry too hard about because we, well, yeah, yeah, but well, we had one showing that we'll get into. So we pretty much got to line up with the VIP people. Um, but yeah. But so my initial reaction, I, I said it earlier, it was like, we get there. I'm like, wow, there's not a, where, where's the party? Because we got there at like 445 and it started at five, but like 10 after five, it was popping. And it was like, oh, OK, so like we're doing this whole thing right now. Yeah, because uh, because on the on the um, we had pre-made a schedule beforehand of what we were going to do during this, um, which honestly, the schedule kind of got thrown out the window. But uh, the, the schedule on it said uh, opening night party or pre-party uh it's going to be hosted at the lyric theater and we were like okay well the lyric theater doors are closed and everybody's out here so we were like where's the party the party's yeah. on the street <laughs> yeah the party was the whole street they closed the street for it which i will say i don't know how it is at every film festival i assume probably similar honestly no need to make an itinerary at all because shit changed on the fly for us on a day-to-day -day basis kind of like, yeah. Our Friday was different than how we envisioned. Our Saturday was much different than we envisioned. And then we'll get to Sunday. Well, no, our Friday kind of went as we planned. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess you're right. But fr it, Friday was the easy day because there's only two things. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, Saturday definitely did not go as planned. No. And then Sunday definitely didn't go as planned. Yeah, su su Sunday was a shit show all around for non-sidewalk reasons. Um, But yeah, so it was just like really cool just being there, like kind of. I felt like it was kind of like that moment. I was like, huh, maybe like, don't get me wrong. I love what we do here. At all you can hear all of us do. But at that exact moment when we like were handed our badges and they were like, all right, enjoy. And it was kind of that moment. I'm like maybe what we're making here is like a little bigger than us in a weird way. Like, I, I don't know how to else to explain it, but it's like, how cool is it that a podcast that still is to its core, a podcast of us just, you know, shit in our pants. And we just got into like one of the most like, I, I don't prestigious seems like a weird word, but one of the biggest film festivals in the world based solely off of name value. It was weird. It was weird. It's so weird. Like, like and again, I still can't kind of believe it. Yeah, no, and we mean this, we mean this in the best possible way. Just like how, like, I mean, we're just a bunch of like, I mean, really, we were like a bunch of starry-eyed kids. Like, yeah, just had no idea what we were stepping into, or like, you know, or, or like how to even deal with something that we were just handed. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, it it kind of oh. reminds me of when we went to SCI because what SCI was episode 15 of the show. Um, and I had been around like the wrestling scene before, but I, I had never really had like the chance to talk to wrestlers. 
And like, it kind of reminded me of that. I was like, oh shit, we talked to like, like Dominic Garini, for instance, who is now like, has wrestled all over the world is like one of the best names on the whole scene. And like talking to him back then, I was like still like starry eyed kids. Like, Oh my God. Like, I think you're a really great wrestler actually. Like, Holy, I can't believe you're (laughs) taking the time to talk to us. It was kind of like that, but like multiplied by like, instead of like 12 guys in a way too small hotel room at a best Western in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it was like film festival that expanded several city blocks of Birmingham. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's so weird to quantify because they're two totally different things, but that is where I'm at on it is like, in terms of like, you like, usually I can get comfortable pretty quick in a situation. And even I was like, Oh my God, we might have, uh, you know, bit off more than we can chew per se. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely not because I, I, I do think at the core of it, too, we were just like, OK, you know, we're definitely going to try to get some content out of this. But at the very least, we need to try to, you know, just um, enjoy it, absorb mm-hmm. it, learn from it, too, and just watch movies, you know, like yep. like everything else can come later, or come as we as we go or, you know, there's always there's always the next film festival, which, you know, hopefully nothing happens to uh, to stop that. But next film festival, like we can be like, OK. Like what, like now this time, what can we do differently or what, you know, who can we talk to or whatever, which doesn't mean that we can't talk to anybody now or, or kind of like, you know, see about that or making, you know, setting up like contacting people. But, um, but yeah, we just definitely had to make sure that like at the core of this, you know, we just need to really understand and get a feel for it. And uh, we definitely did. We definitely did that. Um, and uh, like Tanner said, I, uh, I felt so out of my element. Um, and it's it felt so weird. Cause like, t- like Tanner has been saying, we have these, we have these media passes that are VIP plus. So like we would get in line with all these other people who they all their passes usually said just VIP. And it's just like, Oh shit. <laughs> like we're all with these VIP people. <laughs> like, yeah. uh... like we should say like the Friday night opening party was for VIPs only. So literally, in my eyes, it was the VIPs, which you could buy a VIP ticket, but the VIP ticket, you know, what was pricey. So, you know, people paying for it were like serious. You had sponsors of the event and you had actual like directors of the, the movies being shown there. And then you had like Winslow and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what it felt like. And it was so funny too, because our past had media slash photo, which we were informed we could take. <laughs> pictures of the movies <laughs> so Winslow and i kept joking that we were just going to film the whole movie and just distribute <laughs> i probably should say we didn't we but, didn't do that we did yeah do that. uh but Winslow and i kept joking it was like oh and like one of us would like hold up our phone this was a bit we literally just did between me and Winslow. one of us would hold up our phone and the other one would just hold up the pass and point to the word <laughs> media on it. <laughs> probably what probably one of my favorite bits of the weekend yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was uh it was quite good but yeah so and we probably did that for every movie we saw every together movie. <laughs> like there'd be people like sitting around us and i don't think they paid us any fucking attention but uh it was just funny it was like oh media <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i think it was like one or two films i heard like the people next to us fucking giggle yeah it, it was just 
I think we're funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pretty funny. We're pretty funny. Uh, also, just want to mention too, um, before we actually we met, I'm not going to dox him or anything, but we met a really cool guy named Andre who's local to Birmingham. Uh, that yeah. really provided like some guidance of the event because we were like, yeah, this is our first film festival. Like we're local, we do a local podcast. Uh, anytime I describe the podcast to somebody, <laughs> which Winslow can go to it later, but I always say variety. Winslow tried uh, to <laughs> give a deeper fucking explanation yeah. on Saturday morning to this poor volunteer. But uh, uh, anyways, Andre, <laughs> huge shout out because really like kind of guided us. It's like, yeah, 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 you know, he's right. Kind of go uh, with the flow. But one thing Andre said, he's like, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, this film festival seems like you're just with like one big nerdy family. Probably have never been in close proximity with so many people and everybody being so nice and fucking yes yeah oh dude for real i will say though one of the the okay the one day that you weren't there there was a couple of people who weren't not so pleasant and it was really funny no yeah now it wasn't the sidewalk people it was people being mean to the sidewalk people oh sure yeah um but yeah, no, like uh, the dude, the dude was right. Like everybody was so sweet. Uh, so nice. I mean, uh, yeah, everybody it, it was weird. Would, yeah, it, it was so weird. Like having also not to mention, don't know if, you know, those listening, maybe if you're listening to us for the first time, cause you're like, Oh, I want to hear people talk about sidewalk. It was fucking hot. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> felt like over a hundred degrees. Um, so the fact that people were not only just like not at each other's throats and wanting to kill each other, but were actively nice. Uh, I specifically want to shout out like all the sidewalk volunteers. They were extremely helpful and extremely pleasant the whole time. Yeah. Um, I could not have done it because it was so fucking hot. Like cannot also a lot of the volunteers. I mean, it looked like you could wear whatever, but a lot of volunteers were wearing jeans. I was there in khakis on the first day and I was ready to die because I was so yeah, hot like, until we it, got into the theater, which thank God the theaters were very well ventilated and very cool. Um, no, although, it was so, oh, go sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it was bizarre. We heard people complain about how cold it was in the theaters. I'm like, it yes. is 105 fucking degrees outside. Who cares? If, it was probably like 72 in the theater. I was like, oh my who God. fucking cares? It, if you want to warm up, go step outside for five seconds no it was so funny that's literally all i heard the entire weekend was like oh it's it's so hot outside or oh it's so hot outside but like it, it's so it's so cold inside like it was it, oh my god it was so it, it was a lot of it was uh, crazy i'm like it's a hundred would you want it to be like 85 in here i mean i, I don't know was, what they wanted I'll, like I'll say, it, I'll say it was a lot of old people a lot of old people were saying a lot of old it people. Was cold. Oh, it was. It's so oh it's so hot out here right? yeah. oh, and then so I, spe here. I specifically heard somebody say oh i should have bought my blanket okay walk around a fucking blanket in 105 no, degrees I, for real i was like it, it, but okay but you say that tanner but literally the day that you weren't there there were so many people that like we would we would literally we were waiting outside for like 30 minutes. So bloody hot. And we get inside 10 minutes into the movie. People were putting on jackets. One woman I, actually brought a blanket. I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it at all. I'm just like, God damn. Like, yeah. Like, what are we doing I, here? Yeah. Now, now. Okay. But to be fair, you know, obviously if you're cold, you're cold. And if you're hot, you're hot. Like, obviously, you know, you can't help that. It's your body. Yeah. 
you know, but we're just saying old people. I can't, I can't understand it, complaining about it being cold in August in Birmingham or in Alabama in general. Like I, again, I would much rather be cold than hot. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm just saying people get a grip. <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah. I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, it, it, it was like, again, just how pleasant everybody was, was kind of like amazing. Like I, I like like you hear that a bunch of like oh everybody here's one big family oh but we do have like one jackass hopefully you won't run into them um I, there seemingly wasn't that I've heard nothing but good things from other people that attended sidewalk um so I, I didn't hear about anything like crazy like oh well this security guard punched me um. No. Now, I, I will say, I'll go ahead and say this, too. On the day that you weren't there, so there was a screening for a movie that was completely just uh, completely filled. Uh, it was it was at the Sidewalk Theater. Um, so the Sidewalk Theaters, if nobody knows, are uh, there's two and they're pretty small. They're, so yeah, they can, I, I, under 100 seats in both, I would so say. So they can fill it pretty quick. Well, one of them had just completely filled up. So. Um, they were having to tell people, hey, this theater is sold out. I'm sorry, we can't let anybody in. And these two people came up there and for and for some fucking reason, they're being so pissy. Um, and, and but but the thing is, OK, but they didn't explain why, because literally. So I was there the entire I was at the wrong theater, by the way, whenever I was trying, because I was um, I was just standing in front and I was like watching and waiting uh, because I assumed that one of the doors that were closed, like that's people in the other theater, but the other theater is actually on the other side. But yeah. I was sitting there waiting and these two people come up, they're old and they're like, Oh uh, yeah, we're here for this. And they're like, sorry, it's sold out, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they just keep pushing and pushing. They're like, well, like, uh, no, like, uh, we gotta be in there. We're here to see this movie. You know, we, we paid money for this, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, one of the volunteer ladies who I guess, um, I guess leads people into like, okay, like, you know, what seats are taken, what's available, you know, we can't have anybody. She came out and she says, I'm so sorry, but we can't let anybody in there, blah, 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 blah. But then somebody, another volunteer comes home and's like, you know, what's your name? And they say their names and they're like, oh, yes, we have two seats ready for you. And he's like, and the guy, the old man is just like, he's like, ha, see, trying to keep us, trying to keep us out. God damn. Like <laughs> being so mean. Like you try to keep, he was like, you try to keep us out. Like motherfucker. The woman didn't know. Literally, like, yeah. uh, like, let me tell like, Ooh, man. Also too, like people don't understand. Oh, what's two more people. You have to realize that like over, first of all, going over capacity in a building or in this case, a theater room, uh, can get you shut down by the fire marshal. Just straight up. If one person over, you can get shut down. Uh, two, like it, it is a huge safety hazard to, I mean, already like having it full is already like, Oh, like, Oh man, it's going to be like rough getting out of here. Um, especially in the small room, but to overfill it is a giant safety hazard. And again, can get you shut down by the fire marshal. Like yeah. that's not like a. Like, yeah, a, oh, yeah, whatever. It's like, no, like, actually, this really cool thing could very easily get shut down because they have a legal occupancy limit that I'm sure they're reaching uh, because they had, like, 
extra chairs in the theater. So I assume they were meet, they were going to max occupancy, specifically in sidewalk uh, theater A and B in the cinema. Uh, so like, don't don't give volunteers a hard time. Like, come yeah, on, I, like that's I, usually I, just a good rule of thumb for any event. But yeah, come on. And see, the thing is though, the thing is though, is they didn't say their seats were reserved. Yeah. The, the entire time they were just saying we we have to get in there we have to get in there we pay yeah, good nobody nobody fucking recognizes you from Joe Schmo on the street when you're at a film festival with thousands of people well see the it, thing is too is that the, these just look like a bunch of like these these guys i mean they don't they didn't look anything like you know fancy schmancy or anything like yeah. i mean they were just they look like two like i mean just old people and it was just yeah. like and what probably happened i bet i bet you they're pr- they're probably like family of the director or family of like the main star in the movie or whatever. And I bet if they knew how they acted to the volunteer, they'd probably be mortified. Cause I'm sure like, I mean, most of the films at this festival are very small independent films. Uh, I'm sure they would be absolutely mortified. Like just say, for example, like, Oh my God, mom and dad, I can't believe you fucking did that. Never talk to anybody again when you come to one of these things. Cause Holy shit. That's embarrassing. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm like anytime like my my dad would go somewhere or my parents would go somewhere. My dad was acting a fucking fool. Yeah. I would just I would just tell him like, no, just don't come back. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's Winslow. I, I, I don't know what it is about boomers, but they they think they can just fucking say whatever. I, I know. I And I don't understand because he was like he was like, you try to keep us out like no shit, motherfucker. Yeah. You yeah. Didn't say you didn't say jack shit. Yeah. Come like, up and be like, hey, we have these reserved seats under the name blah and blah were so like again for an example like this you can name drop like yeah. i feel like i feel like it is appropriate to be like we are say for example the parents of this director uh and we have two reserved seats in the theater i'm sure the volunteer would have been more than happy to oblige just based on the experience i had with literally every other volunteer at yeah. this event well, also to keep in mind they are volunteers they are volunteering at this event they are doing it out of their love of film well, yes. and the love of their community. They are not getting paid <laughs> to be berated by you because they're infringing on your freedom or whatever. Exactly. The I, I have no idea why, like, yeah, I, I have no idea why. Anyway, that, that was the only, that was really the only thing. Um, other than that, I mean, everybody was just a bunch of big friendly nerds. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, like every everybody I came in contact with was great. Um, yeah, well, uh, Winslow, do you want to kind of do like a a rapid fire and talk about the movies we talked about? Obviously, we're not doing like full reviews. There's not going to be any spoilers because a lot of these movies are like in the process of getting distribution. So exactly, we, we no. you know we're not going to talk about at, at nauseum their plots or anything. Um, no, no, you kind of just, just gonna... want a rapid fire here to kind of yeah. wrap up, or you know, yeah whatever um Uh, yeah go for it so first film uh this is the opening night film uh this is um this is from this year 2023 it's uh art for everybody directed by miranda sorry i'm burping why am i miranda yusuf and this is about the it's a documentary about the very famous uh painter thomas kincaid and Pretty much, it is a documentary about um, exploring him, his family, and 
the uh disco- the family's discovery of a vault of his uh unseen paintings mm-hmm. and uh works so and uh that are completely different than the thomas kincaid we the public know yeah thomas kincaid makes uh he, he paints very pastoral uh it says literally in the description pastoral landscapes and stuff like that and basically mass marketed and sold these paintings uh all throughout america um he was very famous for that and very um i guess another like very infamous because he was very very much negatively looked upon by his uh mo- most critics um and this was kind of th- this was great this was a great doc to open the night i should yes. say um i gave it four and a half stars i loved it um because it was a great way of like okay if you hated thomas kincaid or maybe you didn't like him or whatever maybe this can change your mind just a little bit you know um and it did like i, I we barely barely have gone over thomas kincaid i um i mean i can't say i hated him i was very much neutral on him i i didn't really like or dislike him because very very much did not cover him in my art classes and uh, he just kind of never flew on my radar but this was very this is awesome honestly yeah it was really cool so as somebody that's just not tapped in to art um especially with the time that kincaid was kind of like super famous which is like early 90s to like mm, the the mid aughts like oh five oh six um so i you know i wasn't paying attention to that shit at the time but they showed one particular piece in the documentary i'm like oh my god my mom has that still it was it's a plug-in like portrait that you plug in and all i mean it literally lights up he was also called the painter of light so light was a really strong motif in all of his paintings both literally and you know symbolically um i was like oh my god my mom had that and then i saw another thing and winslow i don't think i mentioned this to you uh there was a pillow that i know for a thousand percent fact my meemaw still has Oh, wow. It, it is in her front room right now. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And then it goes on to say that, like, he built, like, this $100 million business, which is yeah. insane. Uh, and it really, like, dives deep into that. And as somebody that typically doesn't care for that stuff, this documentary was extremely well made. Uh, this was a directorial debut from uh, Miranda. And we kind of get, like, a little pre-ramble. I, I Was it Miranda that came out before the film? Yes. Yes, she did. She and came out. She was, I think she was, she might have stayed after to do a little Q&A. Yeah, I she believe. did a Q&A after. I will say, Wenzel and I didn't get an opportunity to stay for a ton of the Q&As just because of our schedule. We were trying to see as much as we could. Yep. Um, But she said, you know, Thomas Kincaid had the 2D personality that you saw and the like a 2D dark side, but people are three and four dimensional. So just kind of go into this with an open mind. So I was like, okay, I don't know jack shit about this guy. I couldn't even tell you he was a fucking painter until the documentary started. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, w- it was actually extremely well made, whichever streaming service this ends up on or whatever service or however this gets distributed. Um, Watch it. Put it, put it on your radar. Cause it is. I th- yeah. Phenomenal. I think, I think this is an essential if you're an artist or if you're studying art, especially um, con- contemporary or like 
uh, art um, in America. Mm-hmm. Thomas Kincaid should definitely be in there just because of how notorious he is. And I, I mean, prolific too. I mean, dude, like, dude on a technical level was very skilled. And like, I mean, he oh, made yeah. so much fucking money. So I think yeah. he should definitely be studied for that. And uh, then with all of his work that's just now being discovered, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, def- this is like, I think a must watch for any art student, um, in my opinion. So definitely go watch it. Um, yeah. I also too, it was really cool. Tanner didn't get to see them just because there were so many people leaving, but I was able to kind of stay back a little bit and they had actually brought two legit, uh, Kincaid paintings there. And I got, I got pictures of them as well. They're very cool. Um, but Wenzel, I was doing something important. I found the Birdman. Well, <laughs> that is true. So we were leaving the theater and we get out there and we see this guy with a bike and he has a macaw. Um, I, I forgot to look this up. I don't know what type of macaw it is, but I can tell. Well, if anybody here knows birds, I could tell you this color pattern right now and you could probably guess. It's very, it's very famous macaw look but it's uh most of the outside feathers like its head and its back are blue with feathers on the inside that are green and then its belly kind of up to its neck or yellow and then a lot of uh it's around its eyes and its feet or legs i want to say are white as well um you could probably you could probably guess what bird that is but um yeah when so i think it, of bird that a pirate would have i think of that bird or the red one yeah i read one yeah um yeah so we see this guy and we're like uh i I try to get some pictures but then i'm but then it's just like no we need to get we need to catch up to this guy we need yeah i'm I'm like wenzel i saw people taking selfies with him he's obviously down for it let's go ask him for and i'm not this person i'm like let's go ask him for a picture because how often do you see a fucking i'm going to call it a parrot just for simplicity's sake a trained parrot yeah, how often do you see a trained parrot in the wild? So we're like well, not in the wild, in the street. Well, yeah, in the streets of Birmingham on a bike, fucking ET style. So I make a beeline to this guy, and Wenzel's behind me. I I believe there's video footage of this, so hopefully it's you'll see that. Very funny. <laughs> um, but I'm like, hey, can we get a picture? He's and he dude is so nice. I do not know his real name. He only referred to himself as the Birdman. Uh, I, no, I think. Oh God, he said his name, but it was so loud outside. I think. Yeah, it was him. very loud. I but I did hear the Birdman. He's the, the Birdman, Birdman on TikTok. He's the uh, Birdman on TikTok. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll link him in uh, in the description for the podcast. I'm like, hey, can we get a picture? He's like, sure, sure. So he's on his bike with the bird and him, and the bird's on like this staff on his shoulder. <laughs> Well, then all of a sudden he's like, oh, you hold the staff. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm sure. And he's like, oh, take off your glasses. I'm like, okay, so I take off my glasses. He's like, yeah, the bird doesn't really like people wearing glasses. I'm like, okay. He's like, I want to put the bird on your shoulder. I'm like, okay. So the bird gets on my shoulder, and I I think they get a couple of pictures like that. And he's like, hold your hand out. You're, we're going to put the bird on your finger. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and this is not a small bird. So I like standing there and the bird gets on my finger. And at this point we have like a crowd of people watching us. They're like, what the fuck? This random guy's just holding this bird. So we get a bunch of pictures. He's like, yeah, do this stunt with them. Do this stunt with them. And then he's like, oh man, that's, and the, and the Birdman is taking these pictures for us. We did yeah. not ask him to take these pictures. He took, he was like, and he's, he's like, taking them on Wenzel's phone. So like, phone. He's, he's not even like using it for his own content. He, he like, 
We didn't ask him to hold the bird. We did not ask him to take pictures for us. He's like, yeah, hand me your phone. <laughs> and so yeah, he starts he's... taking pictures of us. He's like, all right. Now it's, he points to Winslow's like, now it's your turn with the bird. So Winslow was... gets like a hole to do with the bird. We're, we're This guy spent like five minutes with us. Just like the nicest dude possible. Like usually when I think of like somebody doing stuff like that on the street, they're like, oh, that's going to be $100. You just held the fucking parrot. Obviously, I'm about to charge you. And if you don't pay me, I'm going to chase you down the street. Uh, not like that at all. He was just like, yeah, the bird man on TikTok. And then he just rode off into the sunset with this fucking bird. Basically, it, yeah. I was I was just completely, I was like, that man is magical. Yeah, that's the second I looked at Wenzel. I was like, did that actually just happen to us? Like, did, was that real? Did we actually just, like, have a parrot in our possession for, like, five minutes? Um, and the answer is yes. Uh, yes. I have, I have picture. I keep, cause like every time I keep thinking about that, I have to go back to my pictures and be like, wow, that actually happened. <laughs> like, yeah. it, I'm just, I'm just so surprised. Like, yeah, dude was so super nice. And it was so funny. One of the pictures he took of me, there's a guy walking in the background. He took several pictures. Dude was actually pretty good at taking pictures too. He knew what to, he was like, he was constantly snapping. So like, yeah, well, at first he was holding your phone up upside down he was holding my phone up to that <laughs> which was funny but uh, uh other than that though uh there's a guy that's just literally looking at me holding the bird and just also smiling um yeah it was so it was so nice like again we we literally just wanted a picture with him uh, like us getting a picture of us two him and the bird would have totally have made our weekend anyways but the fact that he was like yeah, hold the bird. <laughs> yeah, no, it literally, we that's all we said. We were like, yeah, we just want to get a selfie with him, you know, if that's okay. But then the bird climbs on Tanner's shoulder, and he's just like, it's just like this whole thing just started. Yeah. Yeah, and again, we get like a whole, and to my knowledge, I don't think, at least in our general vicinity, he did not take any more selfies with any other people. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the bird just knew we had good vibes. I don't know. I would yeah. love to get the bird man on the podcast. <laughs> i'm just gonna say it um but yeah so that was uh friday before our last oh, film of the evening yeah so last film this is the sidewalk after dark uh premiere or film we did have to pay uh we didn't realize that but it was super cheap it was like 10 bucks for both of us yeah yeah it was five dollars a piece 10 bucks for both of us and the reason being is because it was technically an after dark event so, but we got a discount because of our VIP passes. Media passes. Yeah. So if we didn't have those passes, if we had any other pass that weekend, we would have paid $15 a piece, but we only paid $5 a piece. So that was like pretty rad. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, the last film, this is from 2022, but you can obviously count it as 2023 because um, it's still, I believe, still very much in the festival circuit. Um, it's Hello Dakeness directed by soda jerk um and it's just basically um it's hundreds of it says right here pirated film samples from yeah. film and tv shows and lots of different stuff um and it's it's basically kind of visualizing with these samples and some editing uh the period from 2016 to 2021 of the trump administration and everything that kind of happened from now until um 2021 yeah so it, it pretty much goes from election night 2016 to 
election night 2020. Um, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, I, 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 I will say I th- found it funny in some parts. I will say the humor may not be for everybody because it is very LOL. Bad orange man did a oopsie. Um, yeah. Very millennial Democrat Internet. humor. Yeah. Um, definitely like made for the crowd that made their 20s all about Harry Potter and their 30s all about um, Elizabeth Warren. Or or wow. any other Democratic <laughs> candidate like Hillary Clinton or anybody, very much millennial Democrat pilled. Uh, but there are yeah. still some very extremely funny edits. Yeah, uh, there there is some very funny bits in it, and um, and it was kind of a funny. Uh, so the theater we watched in was pretty small. It was a sidewalk cinema, so mm-hmm. um, so it was very personal sitting with with the amount of people that we were sitting with um i mean a funny or cool audience reaction to it uh it was only 70 minutes so it wasn't long so it was it was fine i i yeah. gave it uh three and a half uh i gave it a, a half star just solely for a, a tmnt reference i'll just say that yeah they did they did a i'm i'm gonna go a step further further and so they did a tmnt pizzagate reference um fuck <laughs> that that was pretty good um i went through i don't know if i said it for the last one i went four on art for everybody i went three for hello dankness um it's good it, like like i said it's a fun time uh definitely one of those hold on i gotta <coughs> oh don't do that definitely do that. sorry um definitely one of those things i think is funnier to watch with a good crowds or your friends like i couldn't imagine just Sitting at my house by myself, I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw this up. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So we ready for day two talk? Yeah, let's let's get into to Saturday. All right. So uh day two is the oh uh, the f- the film that uh opens for that morning. I I don't want to say opens for that morning, it plays in the morning. Um it's one the, the first film we saw that morning. Yeah. Um, did we have plans to see other films that morning, actually? Okay, so here's what happened. I picked Winslow up at 8.30, and I'm not going to get into the reasoning, but we got the opportunity to park in another parking deck for free, but we would have to lift to the to the festival, which w- would be cheaper than trying to park downtown um like at the festival so we were like yeah let's do that so we left at 8 30 the first movies of the day started at 10 and on our way there because i think arrival time was like 9 15 to get to the parking deck and i was like okay it takes like five to ten minutes to park on the parking deck because you usually can't get a park until you're on the fourth or fifth floor and then we would have to go down wait on a lift and then be dropped off at a lift so i was like hmm I don't know if we're going to make a 10 o'clock showing. Oh, oh, and we wanted to at least try to eat something, too, I think. Get something. Yeah, yeah we, d- we did want to try to eat in the morning, which, ult- oh, I mean, I guess it did kind of happen. But uh, we did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we had a brownie. We but. were originally going to see, I think it was or I'm looking at it right now, A24's Earth Mama. Yeah. But instead we decided because it started at 10 30 mm-hmm. we watched we decided to watch black barbie yep um and and before that we were we got a little snack at the 
at the um concessions. So we were fine. Yeah, which was a great brownie. Uh it was a great brownie. Oh, delicious. Um yeah. also because I hadn't eaten. Uh but yeah, we watched Black Barbie, a documentary. I'm just gonna give you a quick little all the synopsis I'm reading are coming from Letterbox, just because again, most of these things are still in the uh film festival circuit. So it's pretty much all we got uh as far as online coverage goes. Uh, through intimate access to a charismatic Mattel insider, Beulah Mae Mitchell, Black Barbie delves into the cross-section of merchandise and representation as black women strive to elevate their own voices and stories, refusing to be invisible. Um, and like uh, This was also directed by Ligeria, Ligeria Davis, which mm-hmm. she was also there, I believe. And she is the, the niece or the great niece of... Beulah Mae Mitchell. She is the niece. The niece. Yeah. Okay. The niece of Beulah Mae Mitchell. So that kind of how this whole thing started. Um, Davis has directed a couple of other things. Um, one, a short film. And then uh, they did a documentary like over a decade ago um, called One in Three, if you want to check that out. But Black Barbie is especially coming off of Barbie seemingly going to be the biggest movie of the year. Uh, Black Barbie is so, so, so good. Um, such a great, engaging documentary. To my knowledge, just based on what they said before the film screened, it is not the final cut-down version of the documentary. The one we saw, uh, they said, would probably still get edited down a little bit. I don't know what you would cut out of it, because I thought all, it's like an hour 40, I thought every minute of it was engaging, um, the interviews were legit great. Like, uh, specifically Beulah Mae Mitchell, who worked at Mattel from 1955 to 1999. Uh, she is just like <laughs> so charismatic on the screen. Like, you can tell she knows when the camera's on her. She's just like this sweet little old grandma. It's like, yeah. oh, let me tell you. And it's just <laughs> so, it, it reminded me of what it would be like to interview like my grandparents for a documentary. um just like oh so we're like famous movie stars now it was very cute but black barbie was absolutely phenomenal yeah it was it it was a very well-rounded doc um i i i think me and tanner both agreed that uh this should be like a double feature with barbie yes from this year um yes yeah so if you're gonna you know whatever you get the chance if, if you watch barbie watch black barbie it's very fascinating too um and it's just so interesting, especially with like now I should mention, wow, they were able to get all these people who who used to work at Mattel, who, you know, who designed and worked on Black Barbie. Uh, I do think it's funny that the current person who designs the Barbies, they uh, they couldn't get any info from. Yeah, well, uh, specifically the person that designed the 40th anniversary black Barbie. Yes. Because this person is a white male. It's a white man. And Mattel did not allow them to speak in the movie. Although Mattel did have several current employees speak to this documentary, just not specifically this guy. Yeah. And I'll say it. They're just cowards. Yeah. They definitely seem like a sort of chicken shit way of them getting out of it, especially because, Oh my God, what was the one guy they kept interviewing? 
that currently oh, worked in Mattel. What was he like? Their he was culture like, director, or, no, or their, was, their, inc their inclusivity director, inclusivity and diversity. I yes. think. Yeah. yeah. So they allowed him to go on there, but they wouldn't let the white guy that designed the 40th anniversary Black Barbie to go on. It was just like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but the documentary is very well made, and it does touch on that too, like in the movie. Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely highly recommend whenever that comes to uh, some sort of service to to check it out. Absolutely. All right. What's next? Up next, uh, we saw. A little movie directed by Ryan Martin Brown, Free Time, um, which is another movie. We wait, no, no, never mind. That's the next movie. Um, I, I will say the the tagline is just Drew quits his job and then quickly decides he wants it back, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't seem like a crazy premise. No, Definitely seems like a okay. How much can you do with this premise? answer is a lot a lot and now to be fair it's only 78 minutes so mm -hmm. it's not long and uh this is directed by ryan martin brown who was also there the director yeah. was also there which is really cool um i i i know originally i was not gonna see this i was gonna go watch mississippi river sticks oh that's right you wasn't gonna go see it but i decided you know what i'm gonna watch this with tanner i, I i'm pretty certain that's what I that's what I was going to do. I don't know why I can't remember, um, but I, I decided to watch it. And because I, I was like, OK, this sounds kind of funny, but it's like, do I really want to watch a guy kind of be like, oh, I need my job back. I need my job back. That is not what this is like. This is no, so nope. fucking funny. Yeah, it is so funny. I told to Wenzel and I think actually I touched on it in my review for it that I don't know if I have had a near anxiety attack in a movie theater since eighth grade, but this movie did it. Yep. Um, <laughs> this movie unlocked a level of cringe. I did not know I would ever experience in a movie theater in my lifetime, but like that good cringe, if that makes sense, like, Oh my God, this movie's so good. <laughs> like that. Um, but that's what this movie was. There's so many uncomfortable moments and so many like singular scenes that go on for so long. It like it, it starts as like, okay, this is a good scene. Okay, this thing's going a little too long. Okay, it's pretty funny. Oh my god, it's still going. Like <laughs> it, it was so good. Uh the main actor in the film whose name what who played Drew, Colin Burgess, uh huge shout out because he was absolutely hilarious in this movie um but yeah like th this movie is an an essential watch in my opinion when it, whenever it comes out to whatever or if you go to a film festival and it is showing make time to go see free time make time because yeah. it is absolutely hilarious and wenzel the reason you decided to watch this movie with me was so we would have time to eat yes before our next film exactly which we ended up not going to see because we were eating <laughs> Yeah. So we ended up going to see another film. Uh, are you ready to get into that one? Yes, sure. But let me mention this. The film we were originally going to see after free time was this film called Nathanism. Mm -hmm. um, I should mention, I, I heard about this uh, afterwards, is that apparently Nathanism sold out and was so goddamn popular. I don't know if it got an encore, but a lot of people wanted an encore. Because so many people didn't get to watch it. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, it was. I wonder if it ended up getting one of those encore spots. I have no idea. I, I meant to check, but I, I never got around to it. But uh, yeah, I should mention that. But uh, yeah, the next film we watched just completely on a whim. Yeah. So uh, up next, we watched a little movie called Parachute, which again, give you your little synopsis. Riley has recently been discharged from rehab after struggling with food and body image issues. She soon meets Ethan and finds herself navigating the line between unconditional love and a new addiction. Um, reading that because we only had so many options for what we could see next to fit in another movie because we knew what we were doing like after that time. Yeah. Um, reading that description, I was just like, and I think Wenzel kind of would agree. It was just like, oh, is this like a rom com sort of thing? Yeah. No, it is not. It is. Uh, not. It is. It is deeply, deeply funny, though. Um, it's very, very funny. I, Wenzel, I was trying to see what the dang encores was. Uh, Mississippi River Sticks got an encore and Hello Dankness got an encore. What? Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I don't know why you would give an encore to Hello Dankness. I mean, Fine. just with it being um, one of the older you know, things. You know, you know, theater. okay, okay. Whoever's at Sidewalk, if you like it, you like it. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> I personally wouldn't have put that on. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if that would have been one of my two uh, uh now Mississippi River Sticks, I would have loved to seen that. Um, so if it got an encore, I I will accept that. I will believe that that is because it was so good. It got an encore, but hello, Dankness, though. Really? Okay. Yeah, that, seems, that just seems like a weird one uh, to to put anyway. in my slot. Uh, yeah, parachute's a drama. Hard yeah. Point. Also, let me say, you were hit about thirty minutes into this movie. I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, I'm going to say who it is, but I'm not going to spoil the role. Um, <laughs> with a fucking Batista. Dave Batista bopping. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that, like, I literally grab both arm rails and I go, what? Yeah, like, no. Batista's here. <laughs> no. And then, you and then the in, the back of my, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh my God, what if Batista comes out after the fucking movie? <laughs> that, that we was wish. We, we wish so badly. But uh, no, Tanner wasn't the only one. People in the audience were like, what? Batista? <laughs> yeah. Also, I didn't realize just because I guess I don't know what he looks like. Justin in the movie was Kid Cuddy. Yeah, I didn't realize that after. I was yeah. like, oh shit, that's Kid Cuddy. Yeah. Because uh, like I was looking through this movie, writing my review for it, and then I see that was Kid Cuddy. I was like, oh my God. Um, Yeah, he's one um, of the minor characters. Just to give my thoughts on Parachute without spoiling too much, because it is kind of a deep movie that I feel like people need to see. It feels like to me, um, past lives, but for younger millennials slash zoomers. Um, and I don't mean that in a negative light at all. Cause I quite, I went four and a half on the movie. Um, I quite enjoyed it a lot. Um, Tanner means that too, because past lives characters are just a little older. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's our characters lot. here, cause the movie takes place over three years, probably. Three or four years it takes place over three or four years. So we see our characters age, but even at the end of the movie, our characters are kind of hinted at being only like 25 or 26, which like just kill me now. That's still younger than fucking I am. Um, where past yeah. lives is definitely like they're in their mid to late thirties. And by the end of past lives, 
Um, but this movie, they're they're still young and like getting their shit together at the end of the movie. Like that. But so th- that's what I mean by that. But also, it seems a movie definitely like again with the food and body image stuff and we're not going to go that deep into it but there is a social media element to it that i feel like a zoomer or a younger millennial will relate to yeah somebody in their late 30s or 40s yeah Yeah. very relevant for today yeah but uh i fucking love i'm so glad we saw parachute uh i've told wenzel several times um between free time parachute and the last movie we watched on Saturday, which we'll get to in a minute, I still can't decide which one I like better because I went four and a half on all three of them. But <sighs> parachute is still the movie I'm thinking about, so I feel like it kind of by proxy has to be parachute. Sure, I mean that's completely fair. Um, I should mention free time and parachute. At first, I gave them four and a half, but then after the weekend, I decided I doubled down. I'm like, you know what? I give them these fuckers five stars. Whoa! So you you bumped them up. I bumped them up. I really enjoyed them. I think, um, honestly, if you were to do another, so if you're willing to deal with it, I guess, um, if you want to do a double feature, I would say if you could do parachute and past lives, just because yeah. they're two sides of the same coin, and that coin is relationships, yeah. or. A crazy double feature, which Winslow and I technically did, would be Free Time or Parachute, because it's very much a movie about Zoomer slash younger millennial angst. Yeah, I like, agree. yeah, I would agree two, with that. Two sides, like one dealing with love, one dealing with work and personal life. So yeah, maybe maybe double feature those whenever they come out. But a Parachute Past Lives double feature would be great. And again, comparing it to Past Lives for me. Huge compliment. Past Lives is still one of my top movies of the entire decade so far. So I do not make that comparison lightly. Um, and I know what kind of weight that carries comparing a movie to that. Um, I should also mention Parachute is directed by Brittany Snow, who most of you pro- would probably know as the redheaded girl from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I was very surprised when Tanner told me that. I was like, oh, <coughs> I was like, holy shit, like, that's yeah, that's pretty cool, especially for, is this her first movie? I believe this, oh man, why are you quizzing me? Uh, I believe it's her first feature length? It's her, yes, it's her yes, first. Yes, it's her first feature length movie. And, damn, I mean, it's really good. I mean, the way they depict, so quickly, sorry, I'll quickly say this, the way they depict an eating disorder and body issues is really brutal in this, and, yep. uh, very good and yeah. I, I will say uh one things i liked about past lives was that i felt like past lives had the most perfect ending and for this film i think it has a perfect ending as well and that's what i really enjoyed about this and really enjoyed about past lives and where i i kind of make those comparisons right there but um i mean tanner tanner really hit it on the net hit the nail on the head it was um it was very good and uh i i do have a review currently out on my letterbox by the time you're reading this um so uh when you get a chance check that out Hell yeah. I, I will tr- i'll try to put out reviews on my personal letterbox for all of these films uh and i should mention too parachute is the fifth film so far now at, that we've seen at the sidewalk um number five yeah i'll put both of Winslow, I don't know if you have a what you saw at sidewalk list. Maybe not a bad idea to make one, but I, I will have one. Um, and if Winslow makes one, I will be sure to link both of those in the description so you can see kind of like our written down thoughts. Because I tried not to do bit reviews. Cause I'm like, oh my god, why somebody from sidewalk reads 
my review of saying like, oh my God, they went goblin mode on this. Yeah. Which is typically my letterbox review. So I actually tried to go like semi-serious. Yeah, um, fair. Well, fair next up, Wenzel, we actually split up. We I split know. up. So. Conjoined at the hip. Uh, we split up. Uh, I'll go first because what I saw was a very short documentary. So I'll just go into it. Uh, I saw a documentary called Queens of Birmingham. Uh, I mean, I believe this was its debut, if I'm not mistaken. If you look at it on Letterboxd, it currently does not have a lot of people that have seen it. So I can only assume this was its debut. Yeah, Um, it is. I'll just read you a little synopsis. Queens of Birmingham invites you to slip into your high heels and sashay over to the rainbow. Join the dream cast of Owls on 7th, which is a local gay bar in Birmingham, uh, the region's preeminent drag bar, and meet the fiercest divas in the South. I want to say, this was so fucking good. It makes me want to go to Owls every weekend because I love a good drag show. Um, It was so good. It Because they, they talk about, you know, what is it like being a you know, like a gay person in the South or, you know, and pretty much if you're not a white straight man, what is it like being in the South is what the movie <laughs> touches on. The documentary touches on. It's only a half hour long. Um, and it's like, so even to me as a white straight man, I found it was like, fuck yeah, that is so cool that something like this could be made and how the community has rallied around owls as like not even again, not just the LGBTQ plus community, but also like everybody that lives in Birmingham has rallied around of owls being this place of family and like inclusivity and all that stuff. And all the Queens in the movie were fucking phenomenal. They give great interviews. Legitimately. All six of them are fucking stars in the making. They're already stars, but like, they could be fucking movie stars. They have so much personality. Um, and just them talking about like, yeah, people always are like, oh, you must be called like the F-slur all the time living in like Alabama. That's crazy. And they're like, well, actually, no. Like, so they like do go to bat for their city and their state being like, well, you know, you can't paint any one place as one thing because it's not that ever um so I, I i did very much enjoy that like it gave it gave me like this pride is like you know what fuck yeah alabama isn't just a bunch of inbred rednecks like that are racist and homophobic and all that stuff like there's actually good genuine people here um not to mention there's again you wouldn't know this just knowing about alabama but there is a ton of blue spots in alabama more now than there has ever been in my lifetime so it like especially in your big in your birmingham your tuscaloosas your hauntsfuls stuff like that so that that is nice to see and them going to bat for that but after the documentary aired um i believe his name was michael um shit i want to feel so bad not and he's not even oh god he's not even credited uh i think his name was michael oh my god i can't remember um, I, but he comes out and he says like, would y'all mind if the Dreamcast do one more number for you? So we get a fucking drag show after <laughs> in the historic Alabama theater, which is already so fucking cool. Uh, we'll have a ton of pictures up of the inside and the outside of the Alabama theater, but it really is like old school theater ass theater. 
Um, and only four of the queens could be there because one of them is actually pregnant and the other one was out of the country. But we got four of the six of the Dreamcast, uh, which I want to give a huge shout out because to my knowledge, they did two more shows that night. They did. I don't know if they did something with the jazz festival that was also in town or did something with the VIP after party um, Saturday night. But they also did their show at Al's on Saturday. So this was their first of three fucking shows. So shout out because it was a huge production. Each of them did a number and then they all came together and did a group number. And it was so cool. Like the crowd went ape shit. Uh, The fucking documentary itself got like a three minute standing ovation which was really the only thing I was in all weekend. I got like a multi-minute standing ovation. Um, but it was awesome. I, I went full fiver on Queens of Birmingham. I will say the live experience of the drag show may have bumped it that final half star. Uh, but that is an experience you can't take away from me. And I fucking loved it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Um... I, I was very conflicted because I was like, ah, man, I don't know. Like, do I go watch this or do I go watch Queens of Birmingham? It's like, I, it's like, but you know, I, I should stick to what we planned. We need to split up at least like once or twice or however many often, you know, it can't just be us going together. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick to the plan. I'm going to go watch this movie. But I want to see it. So what I watched was uh, Birth, Rebirth. It is a 2023 film directed by Laura Moss. I'll just read you the synopsis on Letterboxd. A single mother and a childless morgue technician are bound together by their relationship to a little girl they have reanimated from the dead. Um, And maybe if you can guess how gnarly that might be, uh, it was very gnarly. Uh, It was very uh, grotesque and bloody um not not so much so as as you might think but definitely with all of the the medical aspects of it um and it was awesome uh i i loved it it was basically like a retelling of frankenstein but in a completely different way uh the two main stars Marin ireland and judy reyes were phenomenal uh, if you don't know judy reyes played um Carla Espinoza on Scrubs. So, um, yeah, it was just, it was really, it was just really cool. You gotta, if you love Cronenberg, you get a lot of Cronenberg vibes. I mean, even the director, the director was there, by the way. She even did a Q&A afterwards, which I did get footage of that, which was a very fun Q&A, her talking about, like, um, her inspiration, working with the, the two actors, and actually getting an actual medical like examiner to like help them kind of like with the storyline was really cool um talking about that and uh and talking about like her pitching it to uh bloom house is really funny um because yeah blumhouse right yeah sorry um but anyway yeah it was it was very just like creepy slow intense uh, just very good very interesting um yeah and they actually gave us these little uh these little sour strawberry candies before the show and i think they're supposed to be tiny little fetuses uh i ate that shit though they they taste so good um yeah that's kind of all i have to say uh, i gave it uh, i gave it five stars i don't know if i said that but uh i loved it i thought it was awesome hell yeah yeah i 
I, I just had to go see Queens, especially because I saw that the documentary was only 30 minutes, but it was an hour and 10 minute time slot. I was like, oh, my God, there's totally going to be a drag show after this. So I had to go see Queens um, and I don't regret my decision one bit. No, absolutely uh, not. I, I uh, But Wenzel, our Saturday night finale, I want to preface Sidewalk rarely gets movies opening weekend. So the fact that it got a movie like this opening weekend um, was kind of amazing. Also, didn't realize it only opened in 10 theaters across the country. Oh, wow. Uh, this past weekend or the weekend we saw it. So it was not a wide release. But Wenzel and I got to see uh, Emma Seligman. Maybe. I'm not sure. Sorry. Seligman. Uh, new film, Bottoms, starring Rachel Sanat, who you may know from Shiva Baby, and Ayo, e um, Ayo Itabiri? Yes. I'm probably butchering I that, but uh, you may know her recently from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant uh, Mayhem. Uh, or was the in Bear. The, or the Bear. Or, or Abbott Elementary. Yeah, at, or shit house or Joan is awful. The first episode of a uh, black mirror been in a ton of stuff just in the last 12 months. This move also should say this was the movie. I was scared. We were not going to get into because we saw how many people plan to attend. Um, theater was fucking packed. Yeah. Theater was legit. Like super no vacancy, not a seat to be had in the house. Um, and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was. Uh, I love Shiva Baby. I love season one of the Bears. Still haven't seen season two. Um, but oh my god, it was so fucking funny. Um, the whole time. I don't want to spoil it because I mean I know the movie is out in theaters, but it's not a wide release by any means. But when this movie comes to digital or however you want to watch it. Please, I implore you to watch this because this is, I mean, obviously this movie is going to come out on digital before probably any of the other movies we've talked about. This movie is a one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, I, I should mention, I think because uh, Sunday when I was talking to people who didn't get to see it, they talked about the reason why they didn't get to see it was A, they were worried about how <laughs> full it was going to be, and B, uh, it was announced that it was coming to Amazon, I think, mm, for, okay. for streaming. So that that kind of uh, really got would, to people. Would make sense because Shiva Baby was on Prime. So yeah, I think it, I think it's coming to Prime. Um, yeah. So don't worry. Um, but yeah, it was packed, and uh, I mean, it was fucking funny. It was so goddamn so good. So fucking funny. Uh, like. God, I like I really can't say enough great things about it because it was I, so funny. Like I, I would say like because the specific things I would have to talk about would kind of spoil it. And I can't do that. Yeah, just, like I really don't want to spoil it. It was just really fucking funny. And I mean, it had it had some heart to it, you know, like, yeah, I mean, there there was a uh, yeah, there was some good stuff. And then like the final sequence. Oh, my hard God. As hell. <laughs> Maybe I, I know we're not going to do anything like this for best of the year, or at least we haven't discussed it. So I feel fine to saying it now. Maybe my my favorite scene of any movie this year. It was um, yeah, it was just it was awesome. Uh, yeah. Also, Marshawn Lynch was in this movie. So funny. 
Marshawn Lynch as Mr. G was phenomenal in this movie. I'm not going to say anything else, but there is one moment where he writes something on a chalkboard that I <laughs> literally almost fucking pissed my pants. A, because I had to pee already during the movie, but B, because it was that fucking fun- funny. I could feel my kidneys contract and like, oh, I have to stop laughing or I'm going to piss myself. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I understand. Uh, Bottoms for me also, by the way, was another five stars. I loved it. I gave yeah, a lot I, of movie five stars that day. Yeah, I, w- I went for for like Saturday. I went four on Black Barbie. I went four and a half on Free Time, four and a half on Parachute, five stars for Queens of Birmingham, and four and a half for Bottoms. So easily like my best day of movie watching of the whole year, like just quality wise. And everything was so vastly different, too. Yeah. Um, I same was, I, I think yeah. same yeah just yeah oh so it was God. definitely yours you went five 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 four five 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 if you had a better day this year where you watched five movies that you went four plus on including 80 percent of them at five stars i would be shocked uh yeah i'd be shocked too <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, yeah um so before we hit on sunday i want to say started feeling a little bit under the weather um so i was not able to attend on sunday uh which was probably a good call because i i nothing contagious but i just do have a extremely severe sinus infection with fluid on my ears and strep not strep as it was referred to me as but wenzel did fucking phenomenal and went on sunday and did the damn thing so wenzel the floor is yours Please talk about your Sunday. Man, uh, I, it was so bizarre because that morning I, I get up and I'm ready to get Tanner and I'm like, man, he hasn't said anything. And then I just get just these really just such sad messages. And I, I'm just like, oh, man, you have no I, I was so fucking bummed out all day no, on top of feeling like shit. I was so bummed out. I'm like, oh my god! Like we had. No, this... I know. I, I felt I'm like, so I, I'm, bad. I'm not going to rehash it because, like, obviously, I'm over and yeah. past it now. But and I again, I do think it was a good call. Um, but yeah. man, I was so fucking bummed out on Sunday. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, of, of course this happened. Uh, actually, Wenzel, before you get to your Sunday though, I have a story from Friday. Oh, oh, yes. Tell us. I Tanner's been meaning to tell me this. I, I haven't told Wenzel this. So I get a lift on Friday to go from th- my parking deck that I parked at in Birmingham to the festival because I'm, I'm just going to keep my car here. I get <laughs> in the lift and I get the lift. The guy immediately, uh, su- super nice guy. He drives past a sign that says road closed ahead. And I go, okay, well, that's weird. I don't know why he drove because the road's closed ahead. And he gets there and he goes, fuck, I really got to start reading these signs, man. I go, what do you mean? He's like, I just don't read the signs on the road. He goes, I I run stop signs. He's like, sometimes I don't even look at the lights. I go, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I go, don't tell me this. He goes, yeah, man. He's like, you're like, if I run a red light, please tell me. And I'm like, I what do you mean? will tell you if you, you run a red light for sure. What? Because this is 430 in Birmingham 
on a Friday. So I'm like, yeah, if you run a red light, we're probably going to get fucking sideswiped and I'm going to die. Or you're going to die, depending on what side the car hits us on. Uh, hey, what do you mean? Tell me if, if I'm... What? Yeah, like, literally, he just... I mean, so and the, the sign is covering the whole road. So he gets on the sidewalk to go around the sign. And by the time he gets to the road, it sees that the road is closed. Like, you physically can't go past it. He goes... He goes, damn, man, I really got to start reading those signs. Okay, I, I'm i sorry. I don't understand how you can do that with unless either you're A, illiterate, or B, you just have some sense of no self-preservation, I, I guess. It, it has to be just the, the will to, to survive. He's like, you know what? No obstacles are going to get in my way. But We're going to drive same, on this closed road. But, but at the, the same, same time, time, it will probably kill him. And that's okay. <laughs> like, like yeah. no, no self-preservation wild. whatsoever. I should mention, I was in the car with him for under 60 seconds before this happens. He goes, damn, man, I got to start reading those signs. He's like, you got to tell me if I run a red light, okay? This that's, dude has five stars on Lyft. Had done man. 800 drives in four months. Can had you five stars. For 800 drives, he's just winged it. But then on his 801st one, you, he admits he's like, I don't read signs. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was so fucking like it took me by surprise. Like I like I I usually don't talk to the lifter Uber driver anyways, just because I I just I just don't um you know whatever. Uh, I was fucking like I wanted to ask him a million questions. After he was like. <laughs> Please help me look out for the signs and the lights. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> am I in? I was like, holy shit. Uh, it was just so, it was so bizarre. But yeah, that's the story I've been meaning to tell you that my Uber Man. driver wow. is a uh, road illiterate. I have glad I waited for that because that was probably the best thing I've heard today. Yeah, I knew <laughs> there was no way you could guess what happened on my Lyft drive <laughs> on my Lyft ride. It was so funny because I, I think I asked Tanner. I was like, I was like, is it something problematic? And Tanner was like, no, not in the way that you think, but it's something of like, why would you ever say that? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I, I, I think my exact it words were it's not problematic, but it's definitely a problem. <laughs> yeah man damn okay uh so sunday was not like that uh i was actually i i got there early enough because i didn't have to pick up tanner i got there so early i was able to find street parking um and of oh course, hell yeah yeah and of course street parking is free on the weekend um so yeah i literally i got there super early and there but nowhere was so it's so fucking weird because Bazit's food hall is not open on Sundays. And let me let me tell you, Tanner, because I know you said that some restaurants are open. It shows on like the website, whatever. No, the food hall is locked. The doors are fucking locked. Incredible. So you can't that makes like, no fucking sense to me. It makes no sense. You can't get in. Um anyway. But uh yeah, so I picked up like two cinnamon donuts on my way there from a gas station, which were like two of the best. Uh, well, I, I would. So from the donuts that we did try, you'll find out about this later. The donuts that we did try while we were there at Cinema Sidewalk, I would put these at fourth because these were very good. Wow. Um. So yeah. Uh, I ate those, and then I'm like, okay. So I walk out, and the first movie that we were going to see, I did see it. Was you hurt my feelings? 
from this year from 2023 directed by nicole uh holoff holos holoff center i I don't know i'm sorry if i'm getting this wrong um yeah that was the first one we're gonna watch um also should mention as i was standing in line uh the friendliness that tanner mentioned i mean like i was so it was so weird being there by myself too uh just because i was like it was like it was like not scary but i was like oh man like shit like this is a solo mission for winzel boy how is he supposed to do this so i I love um, that that was your inner monologue (laughs) that is my inner monologue um this is a this is a lone wolf mission uh you might die winzel (laughs) okay that that was my that was my monologue for the entire event uh i don't know why but uh no like uh standing in line people were so friendly and i mean wanting to wanting to talk and uh i don't i'm not gonna dox them or anything as well uh but i should i would like to mention uh anetta uh very friendly little lady thank you so much for uh for (laughs) for uh just you know conversing with me and watching the film because we we ended up she was like hey you want to go sit on the balcony with me i was like yeah because i haven't sat, sat up on the balcony and it's nice to just have somebody you know to watch the movie with so uh so we sat up there in the alabama theater uh v- very cool by the way I, I suggest that if we go back we should sit up on the balcony all the time um but yeah so anyway, we watched You Hurt My Feelings. This is about a novelist's, novelist's long-standing marriage is suddenly upended when she overhears her husband giving his honest reaction to her book. This stars Julia Louise Dreyfus uh, and Tobias Menzies. I believe that's how you say his name. And also Owen Teague playing the son of these two characters, by the way. Um, yeah, this was... Uh, I gave this film five stars. Uh, this was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> no joke it was so fucking funny like it was legit really funny and it was also just really good and like kind of like showing like you know uh, the, the the um i think the the um oh god what's her name like she like she's the one that kind of like directs the um the festival itself or one that put it together kind of or whatever um she talked about how this this film really is about like you know you're not always being the best at your job all every every day all the time and that's okay and then also too not everything that you're going to make is the best or not everybody's going to like it and that's okay too but the people that who love you are still going to encourage you and try to help you and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, sometimes it might be a white lie or, you know, it's how to navigate that. It is very wonderful. Very, like, wholesome film, I should say. Yeah, we saw so, a trailer um, for it prior to Art for Everybody. And I immediately was like, yeah, we have to go see that. Obviously, I didn't fucking get to. But uh, I'm yeah. glad you were able to go see it because it, it looked very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. We This actually did come to theaters near us. Us, uh just never got the chance to see it so i was so ex- whenever it got announced i was like we have to see it um and like tanner said once he saw he once he saw the trailer he was like yes so um yeah this is the eighth film of the festival by the way um uh, it well, does look like it is available to rent on select streaming ser- like youtube and amazon prime video and apple tv but is not currently streaming anywhere per se yeah um but yeah if you got if you can try to watch it or try to go see it um 
So next up, this is going to be the ninth film for me. Uh, it's not on Letterboxd at the moment. And um, this uh, this is its debut. I, I, I'm fairly certain. Um, but there was a secret screening. This is secret screening A. So basically, it's uh, nobody knows what it, what it's about, what it is. It's just secret. It's a documentary. It's short. It was only 15 minutes long. And um, so we get in there. And uh, the the whole I think the almost the whole crew was there, too, um, which is really cool. The, uh, I think the directors are Becca and Alex, I believe I could be wrong. I'm sorry, um, but they put together this little short film called Not Rod. Um, I can't really tell you a synopsis of it from Letterboxd, but I'll tell you pretty much what it's about. It's a documentary about the rod stewart impersonator from florida <laughs> and that's kind of it it's just kind of about like where he started and how he is today um and it was really fucking good um and it was funny too this guy this not rod his name is george george Orr. what he basically does is um he basically just puts on he does performances where he um he goes around and sings and performs as uh rod stewart and um and yeah and he lives in florida i think near lake worth um you could still go see his shows he still performs uh sadly uh his wife who would perform for him uh right before the documentary got released she died which is really sad but he still performs it's very cool she's she was uh from the documentary she's very she's like a very sweet uh supportive lady as well um and yeah, um, he actually lives not that far from the actual Rod Stewart, who actually Rod Stewart, whenever Rod Stewart had songs, new songs come out, his agent or manager or whatever would actually send the uh, the lyrics and stuff to not Rod Stewart, George, um, so that he could. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So he could also perform the songs as well. Like they have a like, it's really cool. Um, it's very fascinating. Uh, there is a website, I believe for it um which is like the only really info i could find about it. it's called not rod doc doc.com you can go to that um but uh yeah it, it was just really it was really fun it was really good um i i wish i wish too i could have um we i did stay for a q a afterward just because it was only 15 minutes and um, the next movie didn't start until like 30 minutes later. So I was like, I'll stay for a Q and a try to get some footage of it. And uh, it, it was also just really cool uh, having the directors talk about it. I, I really wish I could have uh, maybe gotten like, um, I don't know, maybe like, maybe like this is I like, the, the, one of the things I wish we could have done more was like, interviews and stuff but again we had to really get our our feel for it because i would love to have gotten to talk to some directors or um you know actors yeah. or something but you know it's just not right now just got to focus on having fun so yeah our our focus for here was let's see what it's all about this can kind of be like uh i hate using the term but sort of beta testing what it would be like for us to go to these conventions and stuff as we do plan to ramp up our convention attending schedule. Um, so this was kind of like the test for that to seeing what sort of we can expect. Yeah. Cause it's just crazy to have these like 
these other artists or the you know these directors or film filmmakers or whoever like they're literally like sitting right across from you and it's just like especially too after friday whenever um we talked to andre who uh who literally was i was just sitting there eating by myself while tanner went to go talk to one of the volunteers the guy just comes up to me and asks hey can i just eat here i'm like sure and literally just had a full-on conversation with this dude who was super yeah we cool. talked to andre for like 45 minutes literally until we got to line up to go to the opening night movie yeah so i'm just like i'm like they're just you know it'd just be so cool just to you know just to be able to do that like yeah just be able to just get to talk to people um but anyway enough about that not rod very cool uh next film was the next secret screening uh secret screening b it's a full-on narrative film um debuted as well this film uh well it's a debut uh it might have been, I don't know, might have been somewhere else. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, uh, it was a secret screening. Uh, it is Best Clowns, by directed by Ashley Shelton. Uh, it goes as follows. With the guidance of Louise, Ruby will go on a journey of self-exploration and discovery. Uh, this was just an incredible little mockumentary-style film about... Um, a woman who is trying to compete in this competition to get to see who is best clown. Basically it's just we're clowns from all over the state um, or maybe Knoxville or I, I can't remember. And now I should preface too: this film was actually filmed in Knoxville, Tennessee, which I thought was really cool. Oh, not shout far, out. Not far from us. Um, and one of the actors in the film was there. Really cool. It was, um, let me see. His name was Clayne Crawford uh he was there it was really cool and uh and yeah and should mention too actually thomas lennon was also in this movie and if you don't know who that is he plays uh lieutenant jim dangle on reno 911 um, oh okay <laughs> yeah he's in the movie um yeah it was just uh oh and ashley shelton who uh directed the movie plays the main character ruby sundrop the clown um just Oh man, just really funny. It had a lot of heart. It was like, I mean, Ruby is a person who is suffering from extreme anxiety, and she is, but she is trying to live up to this legacy of clowns in her family and be a clown. And um, it was just it had a had a lot of a uh, lot of heart to it. Um, with like you know trying to uh pursue your dreams and stick to those you know and yes you may have anxiety or whatever you may have going on with you but you can still do those things like it's very good um Hell very yeah. funny very funny uh ashley shelton is and was just incredible she was um this is her first film and um yeah it was she was just she was just awesome to watch she her character was very just care she was very charismatic um yeah lovable Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the 10th film. Um, and uh, next up, I didn't think I was going to make this one, but I literally, as soon as I got out for uh, Best Clowns, I was like, shit, I was like, I can totally make this. So I went to it. It's my 11th film. It is A Disturbance in the Force, How the Star Wars Holiday Special Happened, uh, directed by Jeremy Kuhn and Steve Kozak. And this is about, uh, in 1977, um, 
Sorry, I thought that was when. Sorry. So this is just a documentary about how the Star Wars Christmas special happened. Basically, that's that's really all this is. And it it's just a bunch of different interviews and snippets um, of um, of several of the people who worked at the time on it um, and about it and kind of just talking about Star Wars as a cultural phenomenon at the time and what led to the Christmas special. That's basically what it was. Um, I gave it three and a half stars as well i thought it was fine it's very dry very um straight to the not straight to the point it's very much like um just your basic cut and dry doc that's, yeah that's really definitely when i was reading the synopsis of it it definitely read like all right we were getting you this information it kind of seemed like it where whereas like it wasn't the, all the other documentaries we saw like had life and like, a, uh, I don't want to say that it seems too harsh. And I didn't watch this, but it, it has moments for your talking heads to shine. This one seemed purely informative. It was now I will say the people that did talk about it, like uh, it was interesting getting, you know, the interviews of the people who worked on it, um, getting some kind of like nerds to talk about it. Um, who got to see it and stuff and how they reacted to it. That was very fun and it was interesting, but it was just, I don't want to be mean, but there was one guy who was literally a reviewer was like, you could probably watch a t 15 or 20 minute video and get all of the same information. And he's not too wrong. I, I would say maybe a 30 minute video, but for the most part, yeah. Uh, it was only 86 minutes, so it wasn't too bad, but because it's just so cut and dry, it was just kind of like it. You felt remember, those 86 minutes. I felt those 86 minutes. I kept checking the time to see like, okay, like when are we going to wrap this part up? Like, let's, mm. let's go. And I, I, I felt, yeah, I felt kind of bad. I still think it was, it was very well done. Just not, you know, not something to take home about. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, next up is um, oh, and I think they gave out like inflatable like lightsabers to that disturbance in the force because I I was able to make it, but I got there right as it started, and right as I got there, the doors were already closed, so I, I definitely missed those being handed out. But mm. I think people got those. Cool. Um, yeah. So next up, this is my twelfth film, another movie I've been wanting to see because i've heard quite a bit about it now it's a24's um medusa deluxe directed by thomas hardeman it's from 2022 and i'll and i'll just read the synopsis talented and cutthroat hairstylists at a competition find one of their own murdered before judging can begin winding through neon lit halls competitors unspool long simmering resentments and lies as they search for the killer among them um this this movie was awesome. Uh, I should just say that uh, I did give it four stars, but I really really enjoyed it. It was uh, it shot to be like it's one continuous shot, which I thought oh. was really cool. Cool. Yeah. So like it's literally just in this one building, and it follow it'll follow like different characters as they kind of like walk through the halls. Um, it it was just a murder mystery. Uh very campy um but very fun it was really good and the ending i i won't spoil the ending for you or anybody but the ending was really fucking cool 
Uh, yeah, it, I, I was really bummed I couldn't see this one either. <laughs> it, that I still think about that ending because it was so just so sick. Um, and, and, and there were t- and it was times it was just really fucking funny too. I should mention uh, because like from what I've from what you see of it, it seems like it's going to be this kind of like artsy kind of you know a uh, dark or kind of grungy kind of movie, but no, it's like it's pretty funny <laughs> and uh and and uh okay there's this one woman who has such a thick british accent a lot of people do actually it's kind of hard to understood understand them but honestly that didn't take anything away from me um i do want to watch this with subtitles though just because it was so hard to understand some of them but uh yeah looks like it's available to uh rent on youtube and prime video and apple tv and such it looks like it just came to the u.s okay yeah good uh yeah medusa deluxe really really good uh and finally the final film of the night i was so excited because it did not come to anything near us i I was i was so it also wasn't added to the schedule to like the week of was not added to the schedule to the week of we literally literally tanner told me this and we were like we have to see it it has to be it uh we were actually going to go to the award show but uh we decided no we have to see theater camp i'm sorry um but i i had to do it alone sadly um i i feel so bad for tanner but um i'll just say this uh so theater camp uh that's from this year directed by molly gordon and nick Lieberman, I think they say that. Um, after the indomitable and beloved founder of a scrappy theater camp in upstate New York falls into a coma, the eccentric staff must band together with her clueless crypto bro son to keep the thespian paradise afloat. Um, this stars Ben Platt, Molly Gordon, uh, Jimmy Tatro, Patty Harrison, uh, Ayo uh, Edabiri again. Um, and uh, Amy Sedaris, I should say, play the woman who starts the camp. Amy Sedaris is the uh, sister of uh, David Sedaris, who is a very famous author and humorist. Um, also, Nathan Lee Graham is in it. But uh, yeah, uh, I, like, I gave this movie five stars as well. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh, because it was so fucking good. It was legit funny. And there's a sequence tanner in there. I think honestly, everybody in our friend group would lose their fucking minds. to. Oh, I'm sure that. So I've seen the trailer for this movie probably five or 10 times, like just over the movies we saw in the spring and the summer, like at AMC. So it already pissed me off that none of our AMCs in the area got it. And then the fact that I had the opportunity to see it and then couldn't, I'm so ready to see this fucking movie. It's like one of my most anticipated movies. I still want to watch from this year, and I'm so mad I missed it. I I know I, I feel so bad, and it was so good. Like it was, um, I think it was, it was so weird because like I think the bottom section of the theater was like pretty packed, but the balcony was actually fairly open. Like there wasn't many people up on the balcony. So. Was it was it in the Alabama? Yes, it was in the Alabama. Cool. So, um, yeah, it was. Um, it also, it, you know, it, it's very much uh, 
like obviously with the humor that it gives, but it's still very much um, uh, at times it can it's uh, I don't want to say serious. Um, I mean, yeah, serious, serious and very much like, you know, if anybody here is an artist or anybody's like struggling with like um, with art or with friendship or with, you know, just living up to ideals or um you know all that stuff like i mean it, it has a lot of heart to it and um it was just it, it was just it was just so good it was so fun um i can't i can't really go into too much about it it was just um yeah no uh everybody i mean everybody here did a great job it was it was uh it was incredible i um yeah that was uh that's all i can really I, that's all I could really say about it. it. It was just, it was just great. Yeah, you uh, can spoil spoilers just because it's not like release released yet. Wenzel, what? Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know if you were doing a bit of what, but yeah, like definitely don't want to give spoilers just since it's not fully out yet. But this, I. Riley and I want to see this movie so fucking bad. We were both like so bummed out that yeah, it yeah. didn't come like here at all. And then I like I made fun of her. I was like, "Ooh, I get to see theater camp and you don't." And then I didn't get to see theater camp. I was like, uh, "Maybe that was karma taking me out." Damn. Uh yeah, this no. is my 13th film of the festival, by the way. And that was it. That's how I ended the night. It was a really good way to end it. And um Oh, Hell I, yeah. should I should mention too, all the child actors were really good. <laughs> like they were very funny. <laughs> they were they were great. Like God Hell damn. yeah. It and it was and the thing is too is like I say all the adults, there was like you know, a huge portion of the cast was child actors, like little kids. So it, you know, like that that says a lot. But um Well yeah. that again, I'm so bummed I couldn't make Sunday. I'm very thankful I was there Friday and Saturday because I had a blast. Sounds like you had a blast on Sunday. Um, but yeah, uh, I, like I said at the beginning, I at, at least I plan on AYCH at Sidewalk being a annual thing, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Like I said, I thank uh, everybody at Sidewalk immensely for making us feel welcome. Everybody for being so cool. Uh, again, Nick for coordinating our media passes being like the the guy to go to for that um yeah i'm just i'm so thankful we got the opportunity to do this and um and y'all will get to see more of our adventures we'll post some pictures on instagram uh through try this to week. try i will try to get some video um kind of video evidence of our time there yeah on tiktok as well um yeah uh both of those uh aych podcasts that's a y c h p o d c a s t uh Wenzel, are we ready to go in the plugs do you have any final words yeah i do um i hate to put you on the spot right now but what are your top three favorite movies fuck <laughs> fuck 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 um you know what do they, have, we do, do they what? have to be ordered no, but why don't we do it letterbox style? What about four? Four. I mean, my top four movies. I, I guess pretty easy for me. 
and no particular well queens and birmingham was my favorite experience of the weekend just with the drag show and the documentary being so damn good uh so i will have that at the top but then it's again as of recording right now like three-way tie between parachute bottoms and free time i don't know where those are going to end up it's going to cause a huge shakeup in my top films of 2023 it's going to cause a huge shakeup in my top films of the decade uh, of the 2020s so uh i i still i still need time to digest with it uh i i, I don't know but th- those three films are really special for three completely different reasons so fair fair enough um i guess i'll say mine no particular order i'll say free time birth rebirth bottoms no oh, fuck um so <laughs> uh okay it i mean all these i watched so many great movies i guess my fourth would have to be uh, uh shit theater camp it has to be theater oh camp. wow the, theater camp was so good like i'm not kidding there's like this whole per, like this whole sequence that's just fan fucking tastic and it honestly literally everybody in the theater was just like gas and like once they once they realized what was happening <laughs> hell yeah yeah it was it was great um yeah i'm ready for plugs um not much too much else i can say about sidewalk other than that it was fantastic thank you again sidewalk and everybody who we talked to or got to you know so like yeah just thank you uh yeah so as always you can follow the podcast on twitter at aych podcast follow us on instagram aych podcast follow us on tiktok aych podcast follow us on youtube at aych podcast or all you can hear i've found that it's easier to find us by searching aych podcast twitch.tv slash all you can hear um because if you're listening to this on the week of release starting or on the day of release starting tomorrow september 5th and every tuesday I will be doing Tuesdays with Tanner. Well, I will be live for a couple of hours on our Twitch every Tuesday playing something. We're going to be playing a bunch of stuff. Uh, Not going to be our only streams we're doing, but it is right now our only scheduled stream content. So you will be guaranteed a stream a week. Again, that's at twitch.tv slash all you can hear. And uh, as always, leave us a like, a review, a subscription, a rating, five stars, all that great stuff on all your favorite podcasting services, specifically Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and wherever you listen to us, leave us a fiver. That would be great. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. Thank you for listening. I am Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at WenzyWilkie. You follow my art Instagram at World of Wednesday. You can follow me on threads at World of Wednesday as well. Um... Oh God! If you're on Blue Sky, uh, what's my Blue Sky? I don't know this shit. Uh, World of Wednesday is I'm Blue. I'm on Blue Sky like that as well. Um, go follow Backlog Boys as well. Oh um, yeah, we will be coming back with some shit in September and October. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, go check out my Bookstagram as well, Wenzel Banter's. Uh, go check out my Goodreads, my Letterbox reviews for books and movies are on both of those, both of those respectively. I have a link tree for link for every links for everything, uh, in there. So go check that out. And um, yeah, just again, thank you so much, Sidewalk. I I can't I can't tell you how 
just appreciative and happy I was to be able to go. Hell yeah. No, it, it was truly like a like a life changing thing. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Great. Definitely uh, appreciative. Well, Wenzel, with that, I think that's a podcast. Last words. Sublime.